Hello there, Schwilk Lords. I'm just here to tell you my new song, Dry Spell, is out now wherever you're streaming music. Go check that out at the end of this episode. You can listen to the song in its entirety, so stay tuned for that and don't touch the dial. This episode is brought to you by Novello Mattresses, where comfort meets innovation, giving you the perfect night's sleep you've been dreaming of. Are you tired of tossing and turning all night, struggling to find a comfortable position? Look no further than Novilla Mattresses, the ultimate sleep solution designed with your comfort in mind. Experience the luxury of a good night's sleep with Novilla's advanced mattress technology. Their mattresses are crafted using the finest materials, providing the perfect balance of support and softness. Whether you prefer a plush feel or a firmer surface, Novilla has a mattress that caters to your unique sleep preference. But what sets Novilla apart from the rest? It's their commitment to innovation and and quality. Each mattress is thoughtfully engineered to provide optimal spinal alignment, reducing pressure points, and ensuring you wake up feeling refreshed and rejuvenated every morning. Say goodbye to restless nights and hello to blissful sleep with Novilla's cutting-edge cooling technology. Their mattresses are designed to regulate temperature, keeping you cool and comfortable throughout the night. No more waking up in a sweat, just pure, uninterrupted sleep. Worried about allergens and dust mites? Don't be. Novilla mattresses are hypoallergenic and resistant to common allergens, ensuring a healthier sleep environment for you and your loved ones. And here's the best part. Novilla is committed to affordability. They believe that everyone deserves a great night's sleep without breaking the bank. That's why their mattresses are competitively priced, giving you the best value for your money. But don't just take our word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already made the switch to Novilla. Even when your mom comes to my place, just know she's getting a great night's sleep, among other things. <laughs> Experience the difference for yourself and discover what it truly means to sleep like you've never slept before. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% off any purchase you make through Novilla directly. Ready to transform your sleep experience? Visit their website today and choose the Novilla mattress that suits your needs. Your journey to a better night's sleep starts now with Novilla mattresses. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Singing happy birthday, you just wanna lay down and cry. Not just another birthday, it's 3099. Can you stay 29? Hell, you still feel like you're 22. Turn going on my fellow schwoke lords what is up welcome to yet another episode of cancel Sweezy, better known as the lord's trademark favorite podcast what's going on everyone how's it going it seems like i'm in my normal green screen setup but i'm actually set up in a new location in the same house uh, uh last week we didn't have an episode sorry we didn't have an episode last week i was actually surprisingly enough i was going to take the week off because I really needed to, like, a mental health break. It's nothing, like, I hate about the show or anything. I still like doing the show, but I think I'm just kind of burnt out on life. And then uh, the area where I work, my work area, uh, flooded. And so I am dealing with a lot of flooding issues. I have to, like, and a lot of my stuff was in the flood. I luckily, uh, I caught the alarm. Uh, we have, like, there was an alarm system in the house where uh, I'm able to uh, go ahead and... Uh, I was hearing it, so I was like watching. Actually, the movie we're talking about today, uh, later in the episode, we basically, I heard that alarm. I'm like, I don't think that's part of the movie. So then I investigated. I'm like, well, everything's flooding. And I was like trying to figure out what to do. 
uh, while it was going on. And uh, I got to say, it was a night. It was a night. It was a fucking nightmare, dude. Middle of the night, like it's things are flooding. So I'm like, immediately, I'm like, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to stop this. So I just like moved everything I possibly could away from the water and everything. And uh, so far, the damages, I still have to go through a lot of damages and look through like what was damaged, what was not damaged, and like you know what's what's safe. Uh, so far, was it my MacBook uh, charger? power cable or whatever you want to call it that died so about about a new one uh the little dock i use to connect my macbook to other computers uh i'm waiting for the part to see if that was the actual problem but i think that it was like a a cable that went bad um worst of all i use an apple tv and then the apple tv remote usually stays in a backpack i usually take that my apple tv places like if i go to a hotel or an airbnb or whatever you know you just hook it up log in you know it feels like it feels like you're at home and it's like comfortable and shit like that that's what you know i like about that so but the my back it was in my backpack and my backpack was on the floor and a little bit of water got into it and it was at the bottom the backpack, obviously, so rest in peace. And it was the new, it was the good, the newest Apple TV remote, too. It wasn't, like, the the old one, you remember? Like, the old one when the Apple TV first came out, or when, when Netflix became popular, and Apple TV suddenly had a purpose in life, you know? Uh, like, that silver one, it wasn't that one, and then they created the black one. It wasn't that one, it was the newest one. I have the newest model of Apple TV and uh, yeah, the remote. I figured out the remote works, but it has to be plugged in. So I might just need to replace the battery. I might try to fix it myself because those things were like fifty, sixty dollars for one of those, and I'm like, Jesus! I'm like, I'm not gonna. I don't know if I want to pay that much for a remote I use for traveling, you know. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Or I could get another. I might. I don't know. I might find another replacement. Is there any like? cheap alternative to the apple tv remote that i'm only going to use for travel if anyone knows that please let me know because i yeah so i gotta i gotta figure that out but yeah overall i think like i moved the guitars and and a lot of audio equipment uh was moved too but uh the biggest thing were like cables that's what uh that's gonna be the stuff that broke because that was like near you know like you know outlets are near the ground and uh the outlets for things are near the ground uh I'm just having none of my audio equipment, but uh, I'm up here and like, you ever had to move your life into a new room in the home you live in? It feels like I'm half in like a hotel room, half in an Airbnb, but I'm also in like the, but you know, like all my stuff, like everything I have is still like around here. So it's like, like, you know, you got to go to the, go to the flooded area. It smells like fucking flood water. And it's just, you just get a big woof out of it and it's pretty rough, but uh I don't know the carpet where it was flooded. It's like mold proof. And I think the whole, the whole area is like, cause I think this, this house is a little bit on like, uh, gravity would work and it's like it water go, you know, gravity falls water. It goes down and, uh, and shit like that. I'm also going to be a little, like, if you're, if you're watching, I'm going to be like moving my head in way more weird directions because I have not, it's not my normal setup. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's been exciting. So, uh, so yeah, uh, flooded basement. And then my perennial tendonitis the, that I have, which I don't know. I, I, I'll say that, but that came back with a wicked force. Usually, sometimes when I'm stressed or something like that, it comes back a little bit, you know. And you just, you know, I just try to like be careful. I keep my brace on, like brace on, and just walk around. But this one's rough. I had to I bought a cane 
bought a cane today. I feel like the the singer in a uh, was it Motion City soundtrack. There's a video of him like performing with like, and he had his cane. I'm like, man, we're all getting old, uh, you know. So that's that's been rough. so. I've been I've been having a little bit of a stressful time in my life. So uh, I don't even know if it's burnout anymore. I think I'm just stressed. So. Uh, hopefully, I think my plan is I'm gonna like talk to some artists I know who are releasing new music, and uh, we might be getting some interviews coming in because I think I'll it's gonna be the same show as show. It's just the we're gonna have the news, and then after that, it's gonna be uh, like me talking to someone, and then uh, we'll try to add advice questions in at the end. So I think that's the that's the plan. I'm gonna talk to some friends, this, talk to some friends and other colleagues this week, and stuff like that. So yeah, my life has been. Utter fucking stressful. But however, though, all that being said, I probably should have made more promo material, but I haven't. But my song, Dry Spell, spelled with a three, is available now. should be available now whenever this episode comes out. It comes out tomorrow. I'm recording this on August 13th, and then it's like that. It comes out on my birthday, August 14th, which is the big 3-0. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking 30. So go listen to Dry Spell. It's out wherever you stream your music at. I made sure it's wherever you stream your music at. It's all, it's just clicking buttons and shit like that. So that's how you know when that shit comes out. So, uh, exciting stuff there. You can follow me on social media too, at the Shweezy to get notified. Uh, and know whenever I have cool shit coming out and uh, all that other stuff as well. Uh, make sure you're, uh, following me over there. Uh, we do have a Patreon page. I think it's basically going to be set up for donations. We have Cash App, we have PayPal. So those are all the cool stuff, neat stuff, slick stuff we don't have the soundboard today. I mean, I do have it, but I, I'm using it for the script too. It's on the on the handy-dandy iPad. Uh, so, yeah, so you can go check that out. Those are all great ways to say uh, thank you for being a friend, travel down this road, and back again. If your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant. That's, that's what they like to say uh, and shit like that. Um but yeah, no, make sure you're doing all the free shit, make stuff, free stuff you can do. Uh, make sure you're, uh, if you're listening to the audio of this, make sure you go to our YouTube page. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube. We're trying to build up that audience and uh, that way, uh, that way there. And you have highlights of every part of the show, so you can share that. I still got to get the last episodes done too. I've been really burnt out, folks. Uh so yeah, make sure you go check that out as well. If you're on the audio platforms, give us a five, four, three, two, or one star rating. Be cool, honky vila butt drug. Stay awesome. You know, you know that shit. You all know what's going on. Y'all know what we're doing here. All right. Um, it's time for previous week right now. What is previous week right now? You may be asking. Well, it's just last week's news right now. Some things were from two weeks ago. One thing was from two weeks ago that I feel that I need to go into, but uh, besides that, let's just jump right into it. Uh, this is a, an, also a segment within a segment we like to call cool stuff, neat stuff, slick stuff, where we go over what the fuck Garth Brooks has been up to uh, and stuff like that. So this first article we got is from Taste of Country. Garth Brooks set to release third limited series box set. It's been almost 20 years since the release of Garth Brooks' second The Limited Series box set, which came out in 2005 and more than 25 years since the release of the first back in 1998. Fans of the country icon will be excited to know that Brooks is teaming with Bass Pro Shop for the third limited series box, which is set to release in the fall of 2023. The new collection will have seven CDs, including his upcoming announced new studio album, as well as Man Against Machine, Gunslinger, Fun, and Triple Live with a new 
cover. Uh, you won't have to pitch a tent and wait in line for hours to score yours, but they are limited on the Bass Pro Shops website. They are encouraging Brooks fans to go ahead and pre-order to secure a set. This is the first time that Brooks has worked with Bass Pro Shops in 2022. He played a series of shows to celebrate the opening of the Bass Pro Shops Thunder Ridge Arena near Branson, Missouri in celebration of the brand's 50th anniversary. It's expected that the compilation will include Brooks's new single, Only Country Music, which can currently be heard on his new radio station on TuneIn. Brooks is currently performing at his Garth Brooks slash Plus One Vegas residency until December, with all shows being sold out. The megastar was so honored that the tickets sold out so fast that he hinted on more shows being added, joking that they would have to throw him out if they ever want him to leave Vegas. A new set of dates for Brooks' residency are slated for the beginning of April 2024. So, first of all, they didn't, they didn't decide to bring up how Bass Pro Shop really fucked up. And it was, it was like, oh, I don't know if it was Bass Pro Shop. Uh, it was whoever was, you know, the whoever organized Thunder Ridge Arena. If you don't remember, what happened was, like, people... Like, they did not know how to figure out traffic and parking and shit like that, you know? And what I've kind of figured out, though, from if you've ever had to drive in downtown Nashville or downtown in any big city, in any place where, like, they have, like, you know, we need police around here to guide traffic. Like, you don't need, like, the idea, like, crossing guards are only really good. Like, they're only really useful for, like, when children are involved. That's why, like, schools still have crossing guards and shit like that, you know? And, and it's not, like, anyone with authority either. It's just some old lady or some shit, you know? Which, you know, I think it's a, you know, it's a solid job, you know? You gotta make sure, like, kids are safe. You know, you're, you're dealing with, like, a ton of children uh, going through that. So, like, yeah, it's obvious that like, you have to do it. But, like, they really fucked it up. And it's honestly when it's, like, police officers guiding traffic and like crossing guards they it's usually like a four-way stop or whatever like helping kids cross the street like a busy child foot traffic area you know like this is like they're making it worse you know like uh, there's the reason the stoplight is so good and why stop signs aren't like are like wait for the person to the left to go and then you can go or whatever you know it's it's all about that, and they were just like so they like people were still in their car like trying to park or whatever while the concert was like over. Like that's how bad they did about that. So really, sometimes you think like, oh, we get more people out there, it'll help. No, more people will just fuck it up. Uh, anyways, though, this, and also let's talk about like he's releasing th- his third limited series box set, and if I'm right, I think oh yeah, because he released. He released anthologies. They're not box sets. Like Garth is like the one of the few people still releasing physical music on CDs, which no one's, you know, only like mega, like, and this is something like you have to be a mega fan of Garth, you know, to actually want to buy that shit. You know, it's like, like everyone else is not buying it. So yeah, I guess if you do want it, I would say, yeah, do pre-order it. Because what the pre-orders actually do, sometimes, well, everything's different, but I would say in this case, what the pre-orders are actually doing is helping, like, Bass Pro Shop, you know, because they're the ones selling it, uh, it's helping them decide, like, okay, because if you pre-order, that means, like, you're guaranteed, usually it means you're guaranteed a copy when they say it's confirmed, and because it's probably not been super manufactured yet or hasn't been made yet, so they'll know at least how many to make to do it, so if you pre-order it, yeah, you're, you're in good shot but isn't this like it's his third box set but 
aren't the other two box sets they're like his like the beginning of Garth and then the third one is like more recently and so like he's doing like a weird Star Wars approach to like this isn't this like two out of three this box set so you're at least like one out of three three out of three and then two out of three if I'm right yeah uh am I right here that's what I thought he was doing uh let me just say well I know funds funds are actually I might be wrong don't uh Man Against Machine, that'd be funny if you fucking did Rage Against Some of Us Who Burn for Some <laughs> of Us Who Work Forces, saying the burn crosses. It's just like, just Jesus fucking Christ, Garth. Like, what the hell are you doing? So this actually might be reason. I thought he was doing something where it was like that. And then we also got to think of what these box sets, too. Is like, Garth, are you really that broke? You're the highest selling, like, live mu- music act in the world. Okay, like you're that, and then your Vegas residency, because the nice thing about Vegas residencies is it's a lot of money, and you don't really have to travel that much. Like, I think you may, like, you get your own nice little suite, you know, you make yourself at home there, and you play your, sometimes it's in, like, the same, imagine, like, working, it's like, it's not like work from home, but, like, imagine, like, you're working, and then you just hang out all day, then you just take the elevator down, and you're like, all right, time to work, <laughs> yeah, I'm Garth. Shit like that, so, yeah, and then, like, those, and, like, they're sold out, and it's, like, you can't even really say, like, a lot of shows are sold out, these, like, they're sold out, and, like, well, if it's, like, a popular artist like Garth, bots are just gonna, like, take up all the tickets, like, and Garth is, you know, I don't, we don't know what side Garth is on with Ticketmaster, but, uh, like, something really needs to be, like, I don't know, like, there, there is something weird, it's just, like, when it's bots scalping all these tickets, it's just kind of annoying. I mean, like if it's a guy, if it's like one guy and he has to do it manually, but like when it's like that, I don't know. It's just makes it not even like at that point, you're like, do I even want to go to this show that much anymore? Like all the fun is like taken out of it. And Garth would hate that. And something Garth doesn't like, cause he's like, I'm just a regular old guy. <laughs> I've never killed anyone. I shit on my plane and I expect to be cleaned for free. Uh, crazy fucking Garth. Where are the bodies Garth? Also, also would like to know that as well. And everything else that's been that you've been spewing lately. All right, this is the article I would have gone over last week if I my workspace was not flooded. Uh, this is from Yahoo News. Uh, just how bad is the Lizzo situation? Experts break down the singer's sexual harassment lawsuit. So let's just jump into it. Lizzo is continuing to make headlines one week after being sued by three former dancers for sexual harassment, facilitating a hostile work environment and other troubling claims. The Grammy winner has denied all wrongdoings as the controversy unfolds. There are more questions than answers. Have more dancers come forward? Did the lawsuits have anything to do with the cancellation of the Made in America Music Festival? And what does this mean for the singer's positive brand and reputation in the long run? Here's the latest. Last week, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez sued Lizzo, her production company, Big Girl, Big Touring, Inc., and Shirlene Quigley, the captain of her dance team. In the complaint viewed by Yahoo Entertainment, they claimed they were weight-shamed and faced religious and racial harassment, assault, and false imprisonment, among other allegations. Not every allegation was brought against each defendant, 
the law firm representing Davis, Williams, and Rodriguez says other people have come forward with similar claims. We have received at least six inquiries from other people with similar stories since we filed the complaint. Ron Zambrano, a partner in employment litigation chair of West Coast Employment Lawyers, told Yahoo Entertainment on Wednesday, Noel, Crystal, and Ariana have bravely spoken out and shared their experiences, opening the floor to others to feel empowered to do the same. Some of the claims we are reviewing involved allegations of sexually charged environment and failure to pay employees and may be actionable, but it is too soon to say. Yahoo is unable to independently verify identities of the six people Zambrano referenced. It's also unclear whether the aforementioned allegations involved Lizzo or the other defendants in the lawsuit. The law firm is in the review process and says it too, it's too preliminary to state whether anyone else will join. Forbes believes this discord threatens the core of her brand, and experts seem to agree. Yahoo Entertainment spoke with two crisis PR managers who break it down. The current scandal surrounding Lizzo is so shocking because much of what she is being accused of, workplace harassment, weight shaming, and sexual harassment, are contradictory to the platform of inclusivity, acceptance, and general positivity that Lizzo has publicly built for herself. Ron Torosian, co-founder and chairman of 5WPR, explains these allegations would be bad if brought against anyone, but to be brought against Lizzo brings an extra sense of disappointment to her fans and the public. While Torosian says that all the allegations are discomforting, the most damaging most damaging claim is sexual harassment. You could argue that she's a hard worker and expects her employees, in this case, her dancers, to meet her level of work ethic and dedication and represent the brand in a specific way. But there are circumstances no one should ever be expected to accept within their workplace, including sexual and religious harassment, he adds. Uh, the religious harassment claims involves Quigley. All right, so I think we also need to talk about, I also need to say, uh, the sexual harassment, the story I tell, the story I've been told is that... <laughs> They were in Amsterdam, and if you don't know anything about Amsterdam, they have live sex shows. Uh, and one of the sex shows involved, I guess, a woman sticking a banana up her vajayjay and then bringing it back out. And then Lizzo was like, you know, telling one of her backup dancers she was with, like, to eat it. And, you know, which, like, it's not too bad, but, you know, it'd be like, you should eat it, you should eat it. But she was like, if you don't eat it, you're fired and you're kicked off the tour or whatever. Like, that's the story I, that's been told. And that, first of all, um, I, I could I could very much see, you know, like, say, I'm, you know, I'm like, I play in bands and stuff like that. And sometimes the bands are, like, the guys are fun. So, you know, if we go to that just to see something really fucking weird. Uh, but you know, I didn't like, yeah, and I could say, say, oh, I was the band leader and I'm kind of the one who's like getting everyone paychecks and shit like that. I, w I would like convince someone else who's technically lower than me to do it. However, I wouldn't say eat it or you're kicked off the tour. You're kicked off. You're fired. I would not say that. Uh, most normal people, I don't care. Like, you know, if you work in like a profession where you're like, yeah, I'm going to hear dirty jokes. That's just part of the job. You know, if you're in like an entertainment type of situation, especially the entertainment's like a podcast like this, and you know, we talk about dirty stuff all the time. Like we have to keep it to an extent because I'm putting it on YouTube and stuff like that. And I still kind of wanted to at least try to remain PG 13 for the most part, uh, which I'm not like, actually I, w I wouldn't mind playing porn on here, but not like, you know, just weird, crazy shit I see. Uh, but like at the same time, yeah, you know, if you have employees, you can't be, I don't know if, if you are with your employees, uh, at a sex show in Amsterdam 
and you're threatening to fire someone for not eating a pussy juice covered banana. Like, you see that that's the thing. Like you have to realize like, Hey, these are, you can't be threatening their job with this. You can be like, I'll give you $2,000 right now. If you do that or something like that, you know, you something like that. That's fine. But like, you shouldn't be f- like threatening someone's job over like f- fucking shit like that. You know, like I'm, I shouldn't be the one to have to explain this to people. Like y'all, I mean, you should know better. And I think with all this, you know, in, involving Lizzo, it's really funny because it's always, why is it always the people who use their public platform to be like, I'm body positive, I'm cool, and uh, you should be happy with who you are, and be positive, and be a good person, and stuff like that. And then they're dark, they always like are hiding a dark side. Like I have some friends who are like, I want to start a podcast or, you know, and shit like that. I'm like, okay, you, you know, if you're going to be talking and shit like that, you got to be very vulnerable and you can't be like hiding your dark side. It's like, but I don't want people to know about that side to me. I'm like, then don't have that side to you, you know, like, I don't know. Try not to try not to live your life. Like make sure you're Live your life in a way that if your mom sees it, then, you know, be like, or you can like warn your mom, hey, mom, I don't think you're going to like this, you know? I think that's how it is, you know? So you got to say it like that. But it's always like these positive people, like, always positive, like Bill Cosby, you know, or like, I'm just a good old wholesome man, you know, and stuff like that. And then it's all, and then, then you realize these people who are like dark comedy and stuff like that, and like, are actually the best people, like, if you watch any episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like anything Danny DeVito does on that show is like, we got to write a song about not diddling kids. Do not diddle kids. <laughs> so like that. And you're like, that guy is probably the most liberal, good, best person in the world and shit like that. It's always people who ha- who feel the need to be positive. Like they're always fucking hiding shit. I don't know why it's always, it's always those type of people. I don't remember, you know, it seems weird. Shouldn't like the people who are, you know, like the dark senses of humor, like I have be a part person. I try to be the same person, like on and off this show. Like if you meet me in person, uh, I may not talk as much, but, uh, I mean, I'm talking straight. I may not talk as much. I hate doing like small talk, you know, I'm like, and, and shit like that. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I try to be the same person on and off, on and off this microphone, uh, and stuff like that. And, uh, I think last thing I want to say is, Lizzo is fat shaming her backup dancers. I'm like, you know, if it's like, and you know, and I think, you know, I like to fat shame a lot, but at the same time, I believe you should only fat shame your friends and stuff like that. Because you if you see a stranger, you're not, I shouldn't, you shouldn't fat shame a stranger. Like you see a 300 pound dude, you're like, holy shit, dude, you're fat. But what you don't realize is that guy has been working really hard on losing weight. He used to be 400 pounds. Like you shouldn't be saying shit about people you don't know. And, uh, and also don't say that about your fucking employees either, unless it's the right kind of situation for you to do that. You you know, I think what's the lesson here, uh, if you're going to be a dick, uh, do it to not your employees. Do it to anyone else but your employees because your employees uh, should not have to deal with that shit. So uh, do I think Lizzo will make a comeback? Maybe. Like, you know, she's very good at flip, man. Uh, we, we know Josh Casey, author of Dragon Desire, Journey After Swallowtail Kites. He went. He actually went to a Lizzo show. He paid for his whole family. He paid 
five tickets, I think. He has a lot of kids, so I don't know how many kids he has. But I know he has three. He might have more. But, like, he at least paid, like, five. And then his wife went, too. He was like, five tickets to see Lizzo. I'm like, you're part of the problem now. You know? You like, you get mad at me for fat shaming, you know, and getting mad at fat people. Because I don't I don't really like it when people are like, you're perfect at any size. I'm like, no. Perfect. You just got to be healthy. You know, like, a healthy body is different. It's different for everyone, and, you know, it's whatever. I don't think, you know, I think Liz was fat, but, I, like, seems to be healthy. You know, she looks, she looks, she seems to be moving around very healthy, so, like, that's not a problem to me. So, anyways, though, if you're Lizzo, don't fat shame people, uh, stuff like that. People are like, Lizzo has a beautiful body, but don't sell a woman that she has Lizzo's body, because she'll get upset. You know, life's what you make it, so let's make it rock. All right, let's move on to the last article. I've been seeing this meme and I don't get it, so I found an NPR article to to help me out. I've spent my career explaining race, but hit a wall with Montgomery brawl memes. When you built a career around explaining race and racism to people, what happens when you find a moment you just don't want to explain? That time came for me this week as memes were rocketing around social media connected to the brawl in Montgomery, Alabama, where a crowd of mostly black bystanders ran to help a black riverboat co-captain who was being assaulted by a group of white people. He had been attempting to move their... pontoon boat since it was blocking the ferry from docking in its regular space. Video from various bystanders around the dock captured it all. The co-captain throwing his hat in the air once a white man pushed him harshly, a different black man wailing on people with a folding chair, including a white woman who was just sitting on the ground. By then, a young black man on a boat close by who jumped into the water swam with amazing speed to the scene, jumping up to throw hands. And in moments, black Twitter jumped to life. I know the social media platform is renamed X, but for the purposes of this piece, I'm using the term to describe people. Okay, shut up. Uh, there were images of people carrying folding chairs like holstered weapons. There was the graphic pointing out that an early design of the folding chair was patented by a black man. <laughs> Seems to be true. The Photoshop pictures showing glowing rings around black folks rushing into the fight, mimicking the climax of Avengers Endgame. <laughs> Receiver here is rushed to save the day, a spirited reenactment of the fight around someone's backyard pool, which amped up the absurd humor of it all. Images dubbing the young swimmer Black Aquaman, Aquaman, and Black Aquaman. That's not pretty good. And two of my personal favorites, a Photoshop image of the Martin Luther King Jr. holding a folding chair, and a version of the video made as the opening to classic black sitcom good times with acerbic credit noting the show was created by consequences and repercussions i was blown away by how quickly folks across social media especially black folks were cover converting horror over narrowly narrowly averted racialized beatdown into funny memes celebrating the reflex of black folks to stand up for one another especially when we're faced with danger from white people but when i posted the photos of mlk statue with the folding chair on my social media feed i just added one word wow i wanted the image to speak for itself and i wanted to people who had questions about what it meant to jump into social media and find out for themselves i felt the image and its implied humor that the nation's most revered civil rights leaders might be hoisting a folding chair to defend black folks in the modern age was most powerful when not explained unfortunately some people on my social media platforms insisted on an explanation one was pretty persistent about it and i realized i just didn't want to explain the image for some reason i couldn't quite put my finger on it so i think that explains it i was wondering what my black that's probably why 
exclusively my black friends were posting about it. Um, yeah, I don't know. You fu- it's called fucking around and finding out. That's what it is. Um, and you know, all right, we're all we all need to be really cool for the next thing I'm about to say. So we're all you just gonna need to start acting really cool for a second. Uh, you know. White people in America have not been treating black people the best. I know that's shocking, and some of you didn't know that. Uh, but the thing is, you know, if we think about it in a form of, like I said, we all have to be really cool for a second, in a form of natural selection, like, you know, with slavery and shit, didn't natural selection take out, you know, weaker black people? And that's why, like, every athlete is a black person now. Isn't that like the isn't that like a good explanation why there's so many like great black athletes is because uh, all the weak ones didn't really survive long enough to make children and so only the strong ones survive you know how natural selection is supposed to work and shit like that so um, so yeah we all have to be really cool so that's the thing though and I'm not like a huge guy myself so I don't really try to pick fights with anyone. I like to make verbal threats. I do. I do. I do love a good threat, like threatening someone, threatening some, verbally threatening someone, like getting them scared. It's a lot of fun. I don't want to actually get into a fight, though. You know, that sounds like a lot of work. I wouldn't mind. You know. You know. It's like I'm more of like a want to be defensive. You know. It's like never throw the first punch. You know. Just like you know, maybe like I would love to do that. You know, like you ever seen on TV that you do like a neck pinch thing and they knock people out. I'd fucking love to learn how to do it. If anyone knows, if that's real, like, there's a way to do that. Like, I think it's, you have to, like, pinch a nerve, right? You know, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't ask me. I'm then like, well, I watched Avatar The Last Airbender, and Ty Lee was able to do it, and it's, like, chi blocking. So, clearly, I need to learn how to do chi blocking. And then I realized that show's a cartoon. And so, uh, definitely shouldn't be taking advice from there. Anyways, though, this is a good example of uh, fucking around and finding out. So... Uh, you know how there's a race of people who are bigger than you because you enslaved them and only their strongest survived? Don't be picking fights with that shit, dude. That would be interesting to watch, like, the black people, like, black people who are sick of the shit and, like, white people who don't like black people and just, like, love to watch those guys fight. Because, like, anytime you see, like, a white person, you know, any, like, these, you know, lynchings that are not cool, Can't Squeeze is not condone lynching black people. <laughs> 2023 we have to say that shit um yeah like it, they always have to get like four or five guys to do it you know and i'm like i never liked unfair fights you know it's like walk, go walk into a f- fucking football locker room like an american football locker room see what happens just 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 take a look just just try and see what happens see if you'll survive by saying stupid shit like that you know like when it's just fists no guns like that'll be a fun way for you to die that'd be awesome FNX Fitness, the ultimate destination for fitness enthusiasts looking to reach their peak performance and achieve their health goals. Are you tired of the same old fitness routines that leave you feeling uninspired and unmotivated? Look no further than FNX Fitness, where they bring a fresh and innovative approach to your fitness journey. At FNX Fitness, they believe that true fitness goes beyond just physical strength. It's about nourishing your body and mind and soul to unlock your full potential. That's why they offer a wide range of high-quality supplements and products designed to support your active lifestyle. Fuel your workouts and enhance your recovery with the scientifically formulated supplements. From pre-workout energizers to post-workout recovery blends, 
FNX Fitness has you covered every step of the way. Their products are carefully crafted using premium ingredients, ensuring you get the nutrients you need to perform at your best. But don't take, but FNX Fitness is more than just supplements. It's a community of like-minded individuals who share your passion for fitness and well-being. Join their supportive community and gain access to expert advice, workout tips, and motivational content that will keep you inspired and on track towards your goals. They understand that fitness is a personal journey, which is why they offer a wide range of products to cater to your individual needs. Whether you're a seasoned athlete looking to take your performance to the next level or a beginner taking your first steps towards a healthier life, lifestyle, FNX Fitness has the tools and resources to support you every step of the way. But don't just take my word for it. Join the thousands of satisfied customers who have already experienced the FNX Fitness difference. Transform your fitness routine and unlock your full potential with FNX Fitness. And using our code in the description, you can save 15% off your order from their website. Ready to take your fitness to the next level? Uh, visit their website on your nearest or your, your nearest retailer today and discover the power of FNX Fitness. Elevate your performance, feel your passion, and become the best version of yourself with FNX Fitness. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Cash App, the easiest way to send, spend, and save money with just a few taps on your phone. Are you tired of dealing with the hassle of carrying cash or waiting in long lines at the bank? With Cash App, you can say goodbye to those inconveniences and hello to a seamless financial experience. Sending money to friends and family has never been easier. Whether you're splitting the bill at dinner, paying your share of rent, or simply sending a birthday gift, Cash App lets you transfer money instantly directly from your bank account. No need to worry about writing checks or handling physical cash anymore. Uh, but Cash App doesn't stop there. It's complete financial ecosystem right at your fingertips. Use the app to easily pay for your morning coffee, groceries, or even your monthly subscriptions. With just a simple scan or tap, you can make purchases at millions of locations, both online and offline. And here's the best part. Cash App helps you save money too. With its innovative Boost feature, you can unlock exclusive discounts and cashback rewards at popular retailers, restaurants, and even your favorite services. It's like having your own personal saving assistant always looking out for the best deals. Worried about security? Cash App has you covered. With top-notch encryption and advanced security features, your financial information is always protected. Plus, if you have ever had any question or concerns, Cash App's dedicated customer support team is available 24-7 to assist you. So why wait? Join millions of satisfied users and experience the convenience, speed, and savings that Cash App brings to your financial life. Download the app today from your app store and start sending spending and saving money like never before. Luckily, the best part is if you sign up using the link in the description, you get a free $5 just for signing up. That's literally just free money. Uh, so join Cash App today. The future of money is here. And when you use our links, you directly support this show. So, while my home was being flooded in the middle of the night, I was watching the two, the 2002 classic Clock Stoppers. And some of you are like, I've never heard of that classic. It's because it's not. It's, it's called a joke. That welcome, welcome, welcome to comedy. You know, if you, if you don't understand jokes, you, you're probably autistic, and you should probably not watch comedians because you're just going to get really offended. Because if you don't understand jokes, and like you go to like hear stand up, you're like, you're it's just like verbal assault. <laughs> you're just like verbal abuse, dude. Uh, anyways, though, clock stoppers, really cool concept of a movie. You know, the reason I pulled up the movie clock stoppers one when i was a kid i remember seeing commercials and nickelodeon would do a bunch of promo stuff 
for and the movie just seems so fucking cool when like looking at that. Uh and then uh I've been wanting to watch um been wanting to watch a lot more movies that have pop punk soundtracks and so I googled movies with pop punk soundtracks and then I found Clock Stoppers. So that's why I pulled up Clock Stoppers uh to talk about today. Super yeah, super fun movie. Uh so if you if the concept of the movie is uh, very interesting, uh, first of all they have like I know there's two Blink One Eighty Two songs I think, all the small things and First Date by Blink I think those were the two in the movie I could be wrong, but I'm usually I'm probably right though so maybe shut the fuck up about that. Uh, but yeah, so there's a bunch of Blink One Eighty Two songs in it so obviously this is a movie, but then they also also the point of this movie is like hyper time. If you know what that is, you probably don't know what it is because I don't even know if it's real. Uh, But anyways, so hypertime, the way they explain it in the movie hypertime is the idea that you're able to enter this state of time where uh, it's like time is, you're moving so fast that it seems like time is slowed down. And like the thing you could do, like say you could do heart surgery on someone in between heartbeats, you know, that's how they kind of explained it in the movie. And, uh, which I thought is just a really cool concept. And like, and so it's like the idea of you're moving so fast that time stands still or versus like you're able to pause time, you know, uh, it's not the movie click. I mean, I haven't watched click in a while. I remember the the end. It started to get sad and I was like, I'm out. That's what I was, that's when I drew the line. And, uh, so yeah, you're able to like, pause time and i've always thought concepts like that were so cool you know it's like oh i need more time to work on something let me just pause time right here get that work done and then i can resume time and then do that or you know like you have to get up early for something you know instead of just being like i guess i'm not gonna get a lot of sleep tonight what you can do is just like oh it's about to wake up or whatever and you're like all right pause and then you like pause time or whatever or go into hyper time or whatever and you know you just get enough sleep you know take your shower get ready you know just relax do thing at a slow pace i love not being rushed to do things i think that's like a family thing my mom and dad love just like rushing me rushing things you know and then like, they show up places like an hour early like you know the people who uh stand outside of places like target or uh, i was gonna say sears i don't think sears exists anymore like jay-z penny's like right like they're waiting outside the door for it to open i'm like is it really that important you had to show up that early to get it and if i did you know it's like oh hey i need to get in go in super quickly and let's say like oh i have to get to work at 8 30 and like uh the store opens at eight you know i'm not gonna wait outside the door i'm gonna sit in my car kind of take a look wait for them to unlock it and then i'm gonna get out and go inside i'm not gonna wait outside the door what the hell like what are people's lives like is your is your life is it that important you're like i need these khakis i need these khakis so bad like you're waiting outside the door i gotta get in i gotta get in shut up dude you're, you need to stop if and i think i have bad anxiety those people have worse anxiety i don't actually i'm probably still worse but you know those people no i think I have worse anxiety, but those people need to work on uh, treatment for their anxiety, like I do, because I'm built different and I'm uh, better than anyone. But uh, yeah, hypertime, that whole concept 
it's super cool. So, like, the movie, like, you know, kind of starts out, like, this could, like, really change the world. You know, like, obviously, uh, time-sensitive situations, like, especially, like, a surgery or something like that. Like, doc, like surgeons using that idea of, like, hyper-time. Going in, you know, fixing someone, and then, uh, you know, going out of it. I don't know, you know. Uh, shit like that. You know, like, that could be really cool. But then, you have people who would use this power for tomfoolery and those, you know, obviously there's clearly a villain and honestly, I don't know much of the villains motivations in this movie. (laughs) To be honest with you, is this a great movie? No, but does it make you feel nostalgic if you were a kid slash teenager at the time? Of course, absolutely. You you fucking love this shit. You know, you can't, I can't, you can't be mad at someone like is a, he was on a bike or whatever. Like you can't be mad at someone on like a on his bike being like, "Say it ain't so, I will not go. Turn the lights off, carry me and on 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 like shit like that. Like obviously, like we're gonna like I'm gonna be fucking into that shit. You know, you put you put on some dashboard confessional. You know, I'm I'm fucking. Jesus worship mode right now. Hands down, this is the best thing I can ever remember. You know, that shit like that. Uh, if you do, if you do decide like, hey, I would love to watch Clock Stoppers, I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. Uh, do not try looking for plot holes. And, and that's a good thing with most movies, you know? Um, it's, a, it's a fucking movie. And I love how people, like, try to, like... Uh, like, what did they get wrong about time travel? I'm like, first of all, uh, where we're at in time and the Lord 2023, uh, I'm just going to put this out there. Um, I'm in this room right now. If time travel exists, uh, was it August 13th, 2023, uh, it is 8.49 p.m. Uh, walk in my door at uh, 9 p.m. And, uh, tell me that time travel is real. So we'll just put that out there. Uh, and so now that this is going to be on the internet, we know it might happen. So let's see if time travel exists, you know, and like people are like, here's the problems with it. And the thing, like we think about it, like, oh, if you change something in the past with time travel, you think, oh, well, if you change something in the past and it can affect the future. And that does make sense, you know, but at the same time, as far as I'm aware, Humans have not time-traveled, so, like, uh, you know, it could be similar to, like, how they did time-travel in the Harry Potter, the third Harry Potter movie, book, it's a book, where it's, like, what happens in the past always happens, so you going back in time is basically just fulfilling what already happened, you know? So, I I think if time-travel does exist, then, like, it doesn't really affect the future or anything, it's just, like, that was always meant... I was always meant to run into a time traveler and never ran into a time traveler yet. So not nine o'clock yet, but, uh, I'm not ran into a time traveler yet. And, uh, probably meaning that I have not, uh, done something so bad that it really fucks up the future. You know, it's like usually, yeah, if you, you gotta, you know, usually if you're dealing with a time traveler, you're having time travel problems, uh, it's usually because the reason for time travel problems, uh, yeah, you don't know if you're, you cause a problem in the future unless someone from the future comes to the past and 
fixes that problem for you. This is a that's been a very been a very weird rant about my theories on time travel. You know, after learning like aliens exist, you know, I'm just like I think you know most things probably exist now. Uh, how far have we gotten to time travel? I don't know. I've got nine minutes. I'm waiting nine minutes, and we're gonna see what happens. But anyways, uh, don't overthink time travel movies or any sort of power. Don't over, don't try to overthink fictional movies because you're just gonna just gonna look like a fucking idiot, dude. Uh, anyways, though, that's Clock Stoppers. If you liked that, like that, maybe maybe we can do a whole series on pop punk movies. We can go over and think about. it. Anyways, though, cool movie. Go check it out. It's on Amazon right now. Could change the world. The world changes all the time. You know, I don't know who, what time travelers are listening to this either. So cool shit right there. All right, so now what I want to get into is it's the birthday episode. So, and I've kind of realized that I always get like kind of depressed around my birthday. And yeah, I never really want to do do much. This this year I was like I'm going to release a single on my birthday, so I have a something to celebrate and dry spell, which now this episode's out. It's uh it's available now wherever you stream music dry spell spelled with a 3, you know? Like it is. So, I was looking into this. I found this article from Crush Magazine. I think it's what it's called. Uh, Birthday depression. Why you actually hate your birthday. After New Year's, it dawned on me that I'll be turning 30 this year. Hey, I turned 30 this year, too. Hey, hey, we're the same age. You brought this February 2023. Hey, happy birthday year. Uh, 30. This epiphany was immediately met with nausea and existential dread, which quickly spiraled into, it's not too late, you still have a couple months to make it onto the Forbes 30 under 30 list, buy a home in a crashing economy, produce offsprings, and walk down the aisle. In that exact order since that moment, I could swear I've gotten gotten more gray hairs and now walk into rooms not knowing why I entered them in the first place. If birthdays were as simple as going to spur awkwardly smiling at people singing happy birthday to you and watching the sparklers in your complimentary ice cream fizzle out, that would be great. But for many adults, birthdays come wrapped in fear and anxiety, otherwise known as birthday depression. Okay. So let's learn what birthday depression is. I feel like this is like a Katie Morton video, except for uh, way less intelligence here on mental health. If it was like music related, we'd be like, all right, I actually know him. It feels weird. I feel like an idiot all the time. You're like, no, you're actually, you actually are knowledgeable in some, in a subject, uh, in a specific area of expertise. Uh, what is birthday depression? The period leading up to one's birthday might serve as a time of deep self-reflection and taking stock of one's life, which can make your accomplishments and personal growth seemingly meaningless and truths of thoughts surrounding your birthday may arise. You may notice yourself become more irritable, frustrated, or angry. There are many reasons why people get the birthday blues. They range from irrational fears to deep-seated fears. Uh, Urban Dictionary describes... Why are we doing Urban Dictionary here, folks? Urban Dictionary describes birthday depression as a looming birthday triggering a series of depression related to aging, lack of accomplishment, unhappy... Okay, thank you, thank you. Birthdays are meant to be a time of celebration, but this can be a difficult time for many. With the advent of social media, many of us compare our lives with others and question what we have to show for depression might be a generalization here, but this emotion turbulence is felt by many. Those feelings could fade once your birthday is over, in which case those emotions could more likely be explained as situational depression, but lack of accomplishments, fear of age, or not knowing you'll be spending how how you'll be spending it are very much real. So yeah, I guess that's what I've been uh, feeling. You know, I'm, my career, my you know, I'm like 
I don't think it's the actual the number. Like I'm turning thirty. I don't think it's the number. I mean, I'm already thirty when this episode comes out. But I don't think it's being thirty the number of it all is what's bothering. Like what's bothering me right now. I think it's just like, oh, you know. And I think it's me comparing myself to others, which you know, I I try to tell everyone I know do not compare yourself to others. But I still do it anyway. You know, it just you don't do it. I'll do it. But you you don't do it. Uh, so you know, it's just kind of a rough, you know, like you're like, oh, I didn't, I haven't accomplished what I want to accomplish. And then, and it's like, okay, but like when you were younger, it was kind of okay because, uh, no one else in your age range. And now I'm at a point where people younger than me, like the generation below me, they're accomplishing more than I am. And, you know, it's like kind of, kind of annoying. So, why you get sad on your birthday? Let's look, let's look into it. Fear of aging. At some point, your younger self has probably said, I can't wait to be older, and now that you are, this couldn't be farther from the truth. People usually say that age is just a number, but many people harbor shame about their current age. It's the same reason anti-aging serums exist. We dye our hair at the first sight of tinsel gray hair, or the reason women are praised for aging backwards like Meryl Streep and Goldie Hawn in Death Becomes Her. But the fear of aging is more than wrinkles or in beer bellies. It's what number represents for each individual. Yeah, because, and then, you know, I'm also in the lane of I work in music so uh, like the older you get you're like oh you're 30 and you're still you're still doing this I'm like yeah yeah this is, this is my thing you know uh, and stuff like that and I don't know like the actual looking older is not that bad I think that's just good being a guy because for, for like a guy or the, the, the penis havers who identify as male you know uh, most guys tend to you know, you can get more attractive as you get older, and women tend to want to date older guys, but it's not as usual for younger guys, like for women. Well, okay, let me start over because I apparently don't know how to fucking talk today. Uh, women want to date older guys, and men want to date younger women. So when it's like, like when women get older, it's like, oh, men don't really want to date you as much anymore, you know, but vice versa, you know, and stuff like that. So. Uh, that's weird. So I'm not, the aging isn't the problem. Of course, I wouldn't mind feeling like I did when I was younger again. I'm feeling, you know, my perennial tendonitis, you know, and other, other shit as well. You know, uh, success. Success is often correlated to age. Some people might measure success in physical assets, but like buying a home or a car, familial pressure of, of being married and having kids before a certain age could add to the existential dread while others might question their career growth and want to climb the corporate ladder or start a business these ideals are often dictated by society family or oneself yeah uh success is i think that's probably the biggest one for me uh just you know it's like the, yeah i'm not really where i want to be in my career right now i'd rather you know and i think kind of stunk covid you know i'm glad i wasn't in high school when covid happened but still like it just felt like it set my life back like three years and uh, don't know how. Fear of death. Uh, it's uncommon to associate life with death. Turning another year older might be and make me being closer to death, which could manifest as an irrational fear of hypochondriacs, fear of death, rich year bill of health and family health history. You might notice the stamina you once had as a 20-something has been replaced by bad knees and body aches. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fear of death, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know if I want to get into that on a podcast. That's a weird one. <coughs> I'm no longer like a 20-something. That's so weird. 
Uh, death of a loved one. The death of a loved one is often felt most acutely during holidays, milestones, or birthdays. What's meant to be a joyful celebration could serve as a painful reminder of someone else's absence. Birthday depression can be triggered by traumas and associations with life-altering events. You can miss your grandmother calling you at the crack of dawn or a spouse, friend, parent, or child who has transitioned. Or a child that has transitioned. Okay, so like parent or child that has transitioned. Like, I know what they mean. I mean, they've moved on from this life. But it sounds like death of a loved one like oh they're they're switching fucking genders I'm like it's, it's ruined my life fuck no but yeah no my dad passing away has kind of been it gets rough in times like that you know i think yeah it gets rough you know i wasn't at a career place i wanted to be when my dad died so yeah that's been kind of rough and it's like i don't know uh yeah this was this might have been a bad idea financial limitations Financial circumstances, which whether it's your birthday or someone else's, care for other gestures, gifts, but can be difficult for monetary limit. Yeah, that is weird. And like, and especially gets weird as you get older because like now I make my own money and it's like I can buy whatever I want, but then it's like someone wants to buy you a gift and it's like, I don't know, when I, I like getting gifts for people that are like very unique and stuff, like something they wouldn't buy themselves. That's why I think a, the perfect gift is, is like, Something someone wants, but they aren't going to buy themselves. Because when you're an adult, like, you can just buy everything you want. But if someone's not going to buy for themselves and you buy for them, you know, it could really be great. Expectations versus reality. Birthday depression could be caused by feeling neglected by friends, family, or someone you value having forgotten your birthday or not making the effort to wish you. Reality can crush expectations of birthday spoils when you're not showered with gifts and adoration. I bet Austin Doyle's going to forget my birthday this year. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, he'll, he's 100% not gonna say anything to me tomorrow on my birthday, so, stress of planning, I don't, I don't know, you're, you're planning, you know, whatever, I don't, I don't think we're gonna get that, social withdrawal, social withdrawal and loneliness are some of the most common symptoms associated with depression, birthday depression, reasons to ever perhaps you don't want to celebrate or be around lots of people, social media can also be mentally and emotionally draining, feeling of dissociation might occur, God's, Association, don't want to have a thought today. Some people don't like being active on social media in the days leading up to their birthday or the day of. It could be that they are generally don't like being the center of attention or simply want to go off the grid to get a remote place and be alone with their thoughts. <coughs> oh, yeah, I definitely see that. But I'm like, also, I like being the center of attention, so it seems really weird. I don't, it's like I like being the center of attention, but I don't want that to be the reason I'm the center of attention, you know? You know? All right, so here's how we can cope. Admit your fears, all right? Okay, well, it's important to do something that scares you every once in a while. It could be something that, like, making more of an effort to be more social, going rock climbing, or navigating your fears by creating a dialogue with others. You might find that find that you have similar fears if you can't speak to a confidant or are battling with circumstances beyond birthday depression. Seek counsel from a therapist. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm already talking to a therapist. This is we have a we have a session coming up. It's gonna be a great time. We're gonna have a great time. House flooding, all the stress and every shit I've had to do with that and birthday and stuff like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a fun session. I'm glad glad you know you know when you have something good to talk about during therapy you know and you're like all right we're gonna really figure some shit out. Um, 
That's exciting. Thank yourself. Life is a rocky road and is way too short. Don't forget to celebrate yourself and your successes, no matter how big or small. But also remember to celebrate you for being you. You know, want to establish a good career, have financial success, get married, or have kids are all great goals. But make sure it's actually what you want and not what you think you should have, according to society, family, or peers. Done. All right. So, yeah, celebrate yourself. Kind of, yeah, celebrate yourself, I guess. Boundaries, things that cost money, whether it's your birthday or friends, establish boundaries and make your financial limitations known. If they are truly your friends, they will understand and respect this. If there is a misunderstanding, that might require some conflict resolution, which doesn't have to end up in discourse or potentially ending a lifelong friendship to find the happy medium. But be transparent with them. Yeah, so I think it's one of those, like, so like I remember when I was a kid, we went to a restaurant out to eat for my dad's birthday, and... My dad made it very clear that he did not want anyone to sing happy birthday to him. It was a it was a restaurant where they did sing happy birthday. And my little goofball self really wanted someone to sing to him. But I think I think he threatened me enough where I got the idea. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't mess with the bull here. Uh and yeah, now I'm an adult and I'm like, I'm glad I didn't try to do anything about that, you know? That's a good boundary, you know. Because I think and you also have to realize like if someone has good intentions and are tries to do something with the thought of good intentions, like realize that like they're trying to do something nice for you, even if it came across wrong, unless you're like very, very vocal and really communicated with them like something like you don't like. Uh yeah, then I would say like that. But sometimes you have to understand that not everything is meant to attack you and uh yeah and that's you know that's that's a great way to think think i don't know think just remember your boundaries and last thing i see here uh treat treat yourself if you don't want to make a splash about your birthday and prefer spending it doing something small that brings you joy that's perfectly normal on the other hand if you are up for celebrating then make a splash about it and enjoy every minute it's your day you can choose to spend it in whatever way you want yeah That'd be really cool. So I guess we uh, figured out birthday depression. So that's exciting, folks. Does anyone else have that too? I don't know. Feels like I don't know. I get to like my birthday, and I'll sometimes be like, I don't know if I earned this birthday because like, what is it? the idea of a birthday? Is the idea that like, uh, like this is your this is your day? Like this is the day X amount of years ago you arrived on this earth. And it's like, you have to earn your worth. And I don't know. Do you have to earn your worth? I don't know. This probably should have been real therapy, not podcasting. But, you know, and I know some of you are thinking, why are you in therapy? Don't you have a podcast? I'm like, I know. I know. I'm just I'm just doubling up, folks. So anyways, though, everyone tell me about your birthday depression. Make me feel better. And, uh, yeah, don't, don't be stingy. Enjoy the next pre-recorded segment. Drizzly, the ultimate convenience for all your alcohol needs, delivered right to your doorstep. Tired of making last-minute trips to the liquor store or dealing with crowded aisles and long checkout lines? With Drizzly, your favorite drinks are just a few taps away, making your alcohol shopping experience easier and more enjoyable than ever before. Drizzly brings the liquor store to you, offering an extensive selection of beer, wine, spirits, and more. Browse their vast catalog of top-quality brands, local favorites, and specialty beverages, all conveniently organized on their user-friendly app or website. With Drizzly, there's no need to leave the comfort of your home. Simply choose your favorite drinks, place your order, and let their reliable delivery partners handle the rest. Whether you're hosting a party, relaxing after a long day, or simply stocking up for the weekend, Drizzly ensures that 
that you drink, your drinks are delivered promptly and securely. But Drizzly isn't just about convenience, it's about choice. Discover new flavors, explore unique craft brews, or find the perfect bottle of wine to complement your meal. With Drizzly's vast selection, you have the freedom to choose exactly what you want when you want it. Worried about the hassle of age verification? Drizzly has you covered. Their delivery partners are trained to ensure responsible alcohol delivery, making sure that only those of legal drinking age receive their orders. Your safety and the safety of your community is their top priority. Join the millions of satisfied customers who have already embraced the convenience and simplicity of Drizzly. Say goodbye to the hassle of traditional alcohol shopping and hello to the ease of having your favorite drinks delivered to your doorstep. That's not all. Using our link in the description gives you $5 off your first order, which can greatly enhance your night, if you know what I'm saying. Uh... Ready to elevate your drinking experience? Download the Drizzly app or visit our website today and experience the future of alcohol shopping. Cheers to a new way of enjoying your favorite drinks with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Honey, your ultimate online shopping companion that saves you time and money effortlessly. Are you tired of endlessly searching for coupon codes or missing out on the best deals when shopping online? Say goodbye to those frustrations and hello to Honey, the free browser extension that revolutionizes your online shopping experience. Honey is your personal shopping assistant that automatically finds and applies the best coupon codes at checkout, helping you save money with just a few clicks. No more wasted time scouring the internet for discounts. Honey does the work for you, ensuring you never miss out on a great deal again. But Honey doesn't stop at coupon codes. It goes the extra mile to ensure you get the best price possible. With Honey's innovative price history feature, you can track the price changes of your favorite products over time. This means you'll always know if you're getting the best deal or if it's better to wait for a price drop. And the best part, Honey works seamlessly with over 30,000 online retailers, including popular brands across fashion, tech, home goods, and more. Whether you're shopping for a new wardrobe, upgrading your electronics, or sprucing up your living space, Honey has your back, ensuring you get the best value for your money. Worried about privacy and security? Rest assured, Honey is committed to protecting your personal information. They never sell or share your data, and their browser extension is designed with top-notch security measures to keep your online shopping experience safe and secure. Join the millions of satisfied users like me who have already saved millions of dollars with Honey. Download the Honey browser extension today and unlock a world of savings every time you shop online. Don't miss out on an incredible deal and the chance to save money effortlessly. Experience the power of Honey and take your online shopping to a whole new level. Honey, the sweetest way to shop online. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. Oh no! Our table! It is time for Oh No, Our Table, the part of the podcast where I answer questions that someone out there has asked. In a pre-recorded segment, this is a pre-recorded segment for a week I'm busy. All right, let's take a look at this. <clears throat> All right. Do you kiss your partner after he slash she gave you a blowjob? That's a very, you know, this is a big debate question. Yeah, because it's it's it goes back to the fella, our, our friend Josh Casey uh, is, you know, usually the, the author of this question. Uh, fellas, is it gay to give your girl a kiss after she gave you a blowjob? Like... Her mouth tastes like dick, you know? So, it's a controversial thing, you know. Some guys are, like, really hesitant. Like, if she gave me a blowjob, she cannot kiss me back. But it's also, like, that's also a good question of, like, guys who are scared of that. I'm like, 
are you not doing anything? Like, you know, those are guys who are like scared to wash their dick because it's gay to touch wiener, to touch a wiener or something like that, which I never got either because like, how do you jerk off without touching yourself? I guess some guys, some guys say they don't. They're like, I just, I, I'm just married and like uh, cleaning my ass. That's gay. Uh, so, fellas, I'm going to say here, a woman giving you a blowjob is probably the farthest from something gay going on in your life. That's a if that's an actual concern for you in this world. Like, as we all pass through this world, uh, some of us come and some of us go from this world. Uh, some guys, you know... Don't like touching women after a blowjob, you know? Uh, but here's the thing, fellas. Um, even if, like, you do think about it and are kind of grossed out, uh, you gotta suck it up. Because, like, you know, she, like, you know, like, eating, you know, like, eating, eating the kitty cat. You know, it's just like, it's all like, you know, unless you're sticking fingers, you know, unless you're sticking stuff in, it's all, like, outer, but, like, or whatever, but a woman's, like, sticking your whole shaft in her mouth. Some, and if she's cool, she won't forget about the balls, and sometimes she'll stick up, sometimes she'll eat your ass, too, fellas. So, now, I, I can say, well, so, yeah, I will say, um, unless there's just cum all over her mouth, maybe don't kiss her then, you know, maybe then, you know, I don't like, why are guys so scared of licking their own cum? Like, I don't think we're scared, we just don't want to. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I'll, and I'll say, fellas, you gotta suck it up. If she, if you suck your dick and coming in for a kiss, you gotta suck it up, dude. Uh, you know, she's sucking it up, if you know what I'm saying. But, uh, elsewhere, yeah, you kind of gonna have to suck it up. Uh, yeah, kiss your partner, unless she has cum everywhere, you know, uh, Come, come can be the exception, and you know, if ladies don't, you know, I don't know. I want to hear ladies' opinion on this because it's like, yes, you should kiss a lady, but like the come, the come is the big problem, you know. And if it's swallowed, I think you're okay, you know. I think after that, you know, tell her to drink some sparkling water or something, she'll be fine, you know. Don't fret about it. I identify as a fucking threat. What is the appeal for a straight man? In a MFM threesome, MFM also MFM threesome, better known as the Devil's Three Way. I understand the appeal for gays, got gay guys. I just said gays, gay guys, but I have no idea for the straight dudes. Yeah, that is something I've always concerned because I don't know if I'm like, you know, I've never tried it. Okay, I've never, I've never tried the Devil's Three Way, but like, you know, I know I'm not saying I'm. It's a definite no on my end. Like, if the chick's hot enough, you know, you might have to do here. But, like, that's... But there's another thing, like, should... Because if you watch porn, like, a majority of porn, there, there is some out there, and it sneaks up on you, where it's like a, a devil's three-way, where two guys are plowing a chick. And then all of a sudden, the guy, one guy will stick his dick in another guy's mouth. And then you're like, I think I'm out, you know? Because, like, you're building up to something, and you don't want to... I'm not saying it's, like, gay, but, like, you don't want to, like... I think we all know, like, the situation where they just zoom in on the guy's face in a porn, and you're like, you don't want to come at that moment. Not because... Not because it's, like, a gay thing, but because, like, you don't want to waste your nut on that, you know? You want to waste it on, like, a good... You know, you want to waste it, for the most part, on a good scene, you know? So, 
moving back to the threesomes. Um, appeals for guys, uh, you may score higher than you usually could. Like, because some chicks, like, some chicks can be, like, really hot, but you're like, I only do double, like, first, and, like, some of the ladies are like, yeah, I only have threesomes with other guys, you know, with two guys. Like, I don't, that's all I do. Like, they exist out there. And they're usually hotter than the average chick. Cause you know you're not don't want some fat chick being like, I only fuck two guys at a time. And I think we all know what type of guys go for them. Uh, Feel like a woman, a real woman. Uh, so yeah, what's the appeal? I don't know, cause like I don't know, cause so there there's sometimes where you you will enjoy something that's in porn, but like in real life you wouldn't necessarily want to do that. So, you know, and stuff like that. Like, when I watch porn, like, I I don't like watching doggy-style scenes, especially because I like the POV stuff. I don't like watching, like, doggy-style scenes because it's just her ass. Like, and, you know, kind of want to, like, look at the whole body. But, like, when you're, you know, in real life when that happens, it's, like, you know, it's actually pretty fun. So, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's kind of one of those things, what's, you know, Ben Fold said, what's been good for the music hasn't always been good for the life. My my life motto, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes the porn you watch isn't the sex you like. Uh, so it could just be like that. Some guys, some guys do it and it's not gay. You know, they just don't, they don't fuck each other. So and even then, like, question mark, is this even a threesome if it's just two guys going on one girl, but not like all three participants are participating with each other? You get it? Because if you watch like uh, male, female, female, uh, you know, type of porn, like, the chicks are always doing stuff with each other, too, you know? They're always assisting, but, like, guys are not gonna assist each other in sex. Like, that's just... Let's see. So, what's the appeal? I think it's, for a lot of guys, it's just in porn, because it's like, I'm gonna watch her, uh, suck a dick and get plowed at the same time. But how? And then that's, that's when you watch that. So, I think, uh, the appeal is just in porn. Just, you know, you can get more stimulated mentally and physically too uh for all that so um that was a thought if god has the ability to prevent suffering but doesn't then what use is god for humans huh. so yeah that's that's a age-old question you know if you ever if you if you currently are a christian and you're questioning your faith here's gonna be one of the the, the answers you have for you um so so here's, so let's think out loud for a second. Uh, God has the ability to prevent suffering. Like God, in all cases, had the ability to prevent the Holocaust, probably. He could have prevented slavery. He, he just, you know, he was just blind by then. He, he only really, he only really, he was asleep at that point. He woke up when people started being gay and, uh, you know, Caitlin, you know, people switched genders and shit. That's when God got really mad. People started masturbating. That's when God got furious with us. He's like, you know, it's like that is the worst thing humanity has ever done. I don't know, man. Six million Jews being murdered for their race. You know, God's just asleep during that. But um, the explanation you'll get out of a typical church or a pastor uh, is going to be that God has a super unique plan for your life. Uh, and while you may be suffering right now, it's supposed to be, uh, it's what do, uh, uh, for, uh, was it? it's for plot details for character growth. That's what God's doing it for. 
uh, God like was like me falling in love, uh, God using her to uh, for my origin story and shit like that, you know. Um, but yeah, then then we get to the question like because like that's the answer that God is playing for you because you know and you know look at the story of Job, which is just a fucked up story, and why people believe hell actually exists where it, it doesn't. Uh, heaven could exist, you know, I, you know, or any sort of an afterlife does exist, but I don't know, like, but if God is supposed to be good, then, you know, theoretically, God sending people to hell, which he also kind of created to, you know, it's, you can just start poking holes in all this shit, you know, and it just doesn't make sense, and, and then you get to a point where you're like, you know, I think I'm a better person than God is, and then you're like, but that shouldn't be the case, because God is all good and not evil at all, as you, you learn, too. You're like, huh. But also, God wants to kill gay people. I don't want to kill gay people. I think they're fine. They can they can stay. Uh, so, like, who makes me better? The genocidal maniac that is the creator of the universe? Or me, a musician uh, who... A, a musician who has a podcast. You know, like, like, shouldn't the creator of the universe be a better person than... Uh, some guy with a podcast. It's just, it's a, it's a crazy question. Uh, but yeah, though people will be like, it's for your origin story. That's why everyone like talks about. It. I'm like, it's not a fucking Marvel comic. I'm not fucking, we're not fucking Batman. I don't need my parents to die to, you know, like for character growth or whatever. Um, so yeah, you know, and then yeah, going back to the story of Job. So, uh, God and the how do they say this, the Satan. Or whatever. It's just like you know. Clearly, the the story of Job is probably uh, uh, if it's. I mean, it's probably made up, like most of the Bible. But uh, it's probably always intended to be a fictional story with a lesson attached to it. Where Job, if you don't know, uh, Job had like a wife and kids, and he, his life was pretty bitching. And then God and the devil decided to be like, hey. I bet that guy wouldn't worship you if he didn't have all this nice stuff and his life wasn't cool. And God's like, bet. And so God uh, just ruined this man's life. You know, he killed everything. He started growing, like, boils on his face and shit. You know, it, it was bad. But then he, I guess he's, he was right or die. And so God was like, cool. And then he gave him back everything. Not, like, actually, wait, like... His dead wife is dead. Wife and children are still dead, but he got a new wife and new children, and so problem solved. I don't know. You know, I don't think. I don't know. I'd be pretty fucking upset. But like, you know, we think, like, oh, bad things happen to us. You know, is this just like a you know coincidence or whatever, or is God doing this to test? You know, when it's like God's purposely doing bad things to people, I'm like, does does he seem good? And when you start questioning the morality of of God who, you know, everyone's like, oh, who's everyone saying is like, oh, he, he's, God is perfect and he's in charge and, you know, he only wants good in your life. I'm like, oh. well, there's a lot of things God could have done to, to help you out. God, you know, God, God should be better than that. So, uh, why God doesn't you prevent suffering? Uh, the Christians will say it's for character development. Uh, but everyone else will say God's kind of a dick. So, you know, uh, from someone who's, you know, been there, done that. He does kind of sound like a dick. Like, if you read Revelations wrong, you're just like, you know what? One day God's just going to kill everyone. So, you know what? You don't, you don't have to fucking care or whatever. I don't know. Fun stuff.
my boyfriend doesn't initiate anymore. We had a big talk in our relationship three months ago, decided to stay together. IDK, it's weird. Uh, he seems easier to get mad at me, yet he is also asking me about buying furniture for our current apartment and also asking me my opinion about new apartments we have been looking at. We had sex last week because I initiated it and it was nice. A few weeks ago was his birthday and we had a lot of sex throughout the weekend. Tonight I tried and he had said he was tired. Am I reading too much into this? Uh, I identify as a fucking threat. I'm gonna... I feel like I'm gonna just... Uh, without knowing you. Um, so, it sounds like you're like, hey, today I asked him if he wanted sex and he said he was tired. You know? Sometimes... Sometimes men aren't wanted to fuck all the time or whatever. Uh, but uh, your relationship problems, he seems easier to get mad at. It sounds like... And that's the kind of problem with, you know, how, how we made it. Like, men are supposed to bottle up their problems and not make, let other people have to know about it or deal with it. And, yeah, so he's probably he's probably got some shit going on that you don't know about. And he could be, like, his, his something that doesn't involve you, to be honest with you. Because he does sound like he is wanting to stick around. Like, if you're talking about apartments and you're talking about furniture, he's talking about things that... Like, if you're going to just break up or whatever, you know, like, he's not, guys aren't going to be like, let's, let's buy some fucking furniture. I know we're not in the best of places, right? Now, I know you think I don't love you. However, let's get this new sectional, because I think it'll look great in an apartment we might get together. So, it sounds like he's still committed. Uh, the anger thing, uh, I don't, I don't know if it's about you. If you think you're annoying him, you probably are. Uh usually the answer uh, he's probably just got something going on that you're not involved in he doesn't want to make you deal with the problem women are like why aren't men more sensitive I'm like if this dude talked about how about his problems with this chick she'd be like i am drier than i've ever been right now that's the problem women are like men should cry and i'm like you don't want a man who cries like you know i say that it sounds like i'm like i'm mad at women or like when i say that i'm like no it's just true like when i'm like i want this specific person to cry. It's like a guy who is very shut off from his emotions. She's like, she just wants that. But then a guy who is more like trying to mindful of his emotions, she's just like, no, that's not attractive. So, um, yeah, that's why he's probably keeping it to himself. Uh, yeah, you're probably reading a little too much into it. Uh, but if he is just kind of getting mad at you, maybe talk to him be like, is there something else going on? Cause he just seemed to be getting mad all the time. And then maybe he'll, give you at least something and you're like okay i'll try to be mindful or whatever so so yeah that's you know all right that's how i would solve your problem what are some r-rated truths about the harry potter universe that is not in the books or movies uh there are a lot i'm a big harry potter fan so i've been thinking about this Ever since I was in, like, grade school, like elementary school, I don't know what everyone calls it these days, the local school here that I did not go to, uh, it was, like, they have a primary school, which is, like, little, little, like, K through 2, and then 3 through 5 is at an elementary school. So it's, like, that's the primary school, not the elementary school. But I grew up where it was, like, kindergarten through 5th grade, and we were at an elementary school, you know. Anyways, though, Harry Potter. Uh, what are some R-rated truths that uh, is society may not be wanting to hear? Uh, Hagrid's conception. Now, if you don't know, 
Hagrid's the giant there. He is half giant, though. And then you learn that his dad was a human and his mom was a giant. And already Hagrid's dad was not the biggest guy in the world. Uh, but he had to be packing at least something because he was able to get Hagrid's mom pregnant and, um, the giants in Harry Potter don't, like, seem to be intelligent at all. They seem, like, almost wild. I don't know, I don't know, savages? Because I know people say that, like, people say that about Native Americans, but, like, they're kind of, I don't know if that's the best word to use, but, like, the giants are kind of violent and stuff like that so i don't know how that even worked but uh haggard's dad had to fucking crawl into that pussy and just fucking like hold his you know you know start jerking off in there and start spraying in there trying to hit them fallopian tubes uh another thing like sex at hogwarts so there's a lot of things i thought about this I'm like first of all kids have to be boning non-stop there they did not do a nice thing where the guys can't go into the girls' dorm, but the girls can go into the guys' dorm. I can't remember what book they that was in, because I remember, like, the stairs, like, turned to a slide and they fell. Um, they, so yeah, there's that, so kids are probably fucking all the time, but guys aren't able to just, like, walk in and do uh, bad shit in the girls' dorm. Uh, but also, I've been thinking about that, where, like, it's not a lot of teen pregnancy at Hogwarts, and then, like, Every, a lot of the Harry Potter characters seem to just have children, uh, like, immediately after graduating. Like, oh, they're pregnant. You know, they get married and like, oh, we're pregnant. You know, so, like, you know, the lack of sex. So I think there may be, like, some sort of spell where, like, at Hogwarts where, like, you can't get pregnant, you know? Maybe that's possible. Aberforth did knock up a chick. I think he was still in school when he knocked up, created Aurelius. Uh, that's for another day. Uh, Mo Moaning Myrtle, she's basically, uh, as I can say on most platforms, S-A-ing everyone. So that's cool. Uh, love potions are basically roofies in Harry Potter, so, uh, it's fucked up and they just sell it at the local joke shop, you know? I don't know if that was book canon, but, like, the fact that, like, you could buy... Just you just buy love potions. And you're like it's probably one of them. And then like, uh, potionologists. I don't know what their I don't know what their names are. They're like this is probably the most deadly uh, potion you could possibly make. You know, this, like that created Voldemort. So yeah. Uh, then speaking of Voldemort, making a Horcrux has to be one. Uh, basically, it requires you to kill someone, and then. Uh, in regards to the whole ritual to split your soul, uh, something happens that when J.K. Rowling talked about it, uh, like, her editor almost threw up. So, I don't know. So, making a horror crack, you have to do something fucked up. So, uh, I did think for a while, like, you had to eat part of them. Uh, but, you know, with uh, Moaning Myrtle, which could just be... Uh, the Moaning Myrtle horror crux was always kind of iffy because the basilisk technically killed Moaning Myrtle. And then some, so like, does the wizard actually have to like kill? Or can they just, I don't know. So that's always weird too. So I don't even know if that's best. So eat it. Uh, could the, the one that sounds like grape, you know, could be doing that. Uh, and then the last fucked up thing I could think of was, 
Uh, in the beginning of the fourth book, uh, Bertha Jorkins is a big deal. Not in the movies. This is like a book thing. Uh, she spilled all the tea about like uh, the Quidditch World Cup and uh, what else? The Triwizard Tournament as well in um, in in that book. Um, and then there's a possible theory. And then then Baltimore does. They kill Bertha Jorkins. They make a new Horcrux out of Nagini the snake. But also, Voldemort gets a new body, and it looks like, kind of looks infant, like, you know, it's like small and decrepit, you know. And there's a lot of theories that either Peter knocked up Bertha Jorkins, and then they use, like, the baby inside of her to create Voldemort's new, like, temporary body. Or, um, or she was already pregnant, and they did that too, so it's, that's kind of fucked up as well. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot of fucked up R-rated truths in, uh, Harry Potter, so have fun reading that kid's book to your kids. I always hear people talk about woke agenda this and woke agenda that. Well, what exactly is the woke agenda? Uh, now, first of all, I think you should know that the only people calling it the woke agenda are, uh, Republicans and conservatives. They're, you know, they usually wear red hats they're, they're big fans of Brandon, you know, they love, they lo fucking love Brandon, like, uh, he's like, I'm not gay, but I'd suck Brandon's dick, you know, kind of guy, so those are the only people, like, uh, liberal people or anyone who does anything that's considered woke, it's not fucking calling it the woke agenda, you know, they're not calling it woke or whatever, you know, shit like that, um, so that's, yeah, that's the first thing you should probably learn, uh, next up, um, so what do they think, um, it's kind of basically the woke agenda from the eyes of conservative where it's not even like a thing from it. It's like, oh, we want drag queens in schools and they're going to indoctrinate my children uh, into being liberals or whatever. And, you know, actually kind of what the conservatives are doing, like we're going to homeschool our kids and brainwash them to doing them. Like the, the reason why they're scared is because they, they already do it. Uh, like, you know. We're like, oh, we're going to reassign everyone a new gender. You know, like, everyone, pick a new gender out for today. Uh, all right, everyone, let's all be communists. You know, that's what they think the woke agenda is, is to, like, turn the world into a liberal hellscape, as they they like to say. is like, oh, no, they're going to make me go to school and identify as a woman. They're going to make me use, they're going to make me use the women's bathroom at school, the woke agenda. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, they're gonna make you gay, you know? Like, they're, I don't know why it's always make you gay or make you transgender. I'm like, no one... That's like a self-choice. No one chooses that for other people. Uh, besides the... Well, you know, besides God and, uh, you know, I feel like it's okay to be like, hey, look, you're born, you born a boy. You know what? We just raised you as a boy, but we always allowed you to switch teams whenever you wanted, okay? We just, we're just gonna keep you at the first one. The one you're born with first, you know? You know, normal people. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just like that weird, crazy, like, you know, those conspiracy theories that conservatives had of, like, what liberals want to do. It's like, yeah, at the school CRT, they're going to turn, they're going to brainwash my kids with the CRT. The best thing to do, if, they, if someone ever brings up CRT, you know, like, and how much they hate it, ask them what CRT is. Because uh, I guarantee you, They'll either not know what it is, or two, what they will do is make something up because because uh, a lot of it's nonsense. So, what is the woke agenda? 
the made up the made up idea of what liberals are going to do to the world. Okay, that conservatives made up, which well, you know, some you meet those crazy people, you're like, you know, it's just we need to have serious conversations about things. I think that's the end of the day. All right, last question we got here. Asked my girlfriend's dad for approval to marry her. He said no. Do I return the ring? Well, I asked my girlfriend's dad of four years today if I can marry his daughter, and he said no, not yet, which shocked me. We met in college, and I have already graduated and have a full-time job that pays decent, and she has a semester or two left. He said wait until she, after she graduates because her he supports her financially, which I understand the financial support he gives is the 300 $3,400 of semester for tuition and half of monthly rent, and that's it. I pay for everything else from groceries to the clothes she wants. I spend around three to five K a month on all of that. I already bought a ring expecting them to say yes. We wouldn't get married until she graduates, has a full-time job, and we are in a house. I'm stunned, and I guess I shouldn't have asked before we are all attending an event together. So my question and advice uh, needed is what do I do with the ring? I wasn't cheap, and it's all custom. Won't be done until September slash October and it's around three carats to give an idea on the price do I return it and buy another one in a year or two that could be nicer or do I just hold on to it or also what do I tell my family I asked my parents for permission and have already showed off the ring to my co-workers friends and family thank you in advance all right so let's take a let's have a thought here um so the idea of asking uh you know um the your partner's father for their hand in marriage uh nowadays when you do it you know and, and you know regardless you know who you are you, you just you know for the fellows out there you you just ask you know you always ask even like if you're like i think this is kind of backwards but i'm still gonna ask anyways you know if if you are normal you, they usually say yes you know if it's a normal thing and you know, you already get along with your parents, you know, it's usually no thing. But then they say no. And uh, what do you do if they say no? I like how you think like, oh, do I have to, what do I do with the ring now? And you're like, uh, first of all, you can still marry her, you know? And it sounds like, and it sounds like y'all are not communicating at all in this situation because you don't plan to get married until she graduates, okay? And has a job, you know? So, uh yeah, and it sounds like her dad wants the same thing as well, you know? She doesn't want her to get married, like, right now. Uh, now that you're, you know, like, you're both adults, so you can propose to her. You don't have to get permission from her dad. How old, how old the fuck did you say you were? I don't know. You're out of college, so I'm going to say, like, 23. No one likes you when you're 23. We all know that rule. Uh, so, yeah, I think... Maybe communicate with him. Maybe talk to him one more time. Be like, hey, I don't know if we just were lost in communication or whatever, but I'm going to say, I want to let you know that I do want to marry your daughter and I am still asking. However, I do, when I plan to, when we ever plan to get married, we're just going to have a very long engagement, yada, 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 and stuff like that. If he still says no, ask her, ask her to get married anyways, dude. And because like, uh, you're not trading her for cattle, Okay. You're, it's 2023, you can ask her. Her dad said no, you know, like, it just sounds like both of you are communicating wrong, and if he's still saying no, you know what, fuck him, you know what, literally, if you want to, or figuratively, you know, it's all up to you, because fuck him, you don't have to, like, at the end of the day, like, 
realistically, we you don't need to ask your dad permission to marry you. Some girls like like that you do that, and I just think it's a general good practice that you do. But if he says no, like still marry her in her ways. Fuck him, you know? That's it. So that's it for today's episode of Cancel Shweezy. Thank you all so much for for the love and support. Uh, make sure you're checking out my music at the uh, under Shweezy, wherever you stream music, and Shweezy, uh, the Shweezy, at the Shweezy everywhere. You get your social media as well. Uh, and uh, I think that's all. Make sure you're subscribed, staying awesome, uh, uh, checking out the YouTube, sharing the highlights with your friends, Scri- subscribing on YouTube, that's what's really important. Uh, leave us a review and give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, or 1 star rating. So, honk if you love butt drugs. And stay awesome. I've been going through a dry spell, not spending my time well, I overthink. I wanna go back to better nights, kissing girls who look nice under the sheets. Got no motivation I've been self-medicating I don't know how to get better Guess it's now
Thank you for tuning in to Cancel Shweezy, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast, and joining me on this incredible journey. I hope you've enjoyed the valuable insights and engaging discussion I brought to your ears. To ensure you never miss an episode, hit that subscribe button now. By subscribing, you'll receive automatic updates whenever we release new content, keeping you in the loop with the latest episodes and topics. Subscribing not only guarantees that you'll never miss a beat, but also helps support our show. Your subscription plays a crucial role in helping us continue to bring you high-quality content and maintain our podcast growth. So whether you're listening on your favorite podcast platform or watching our YouTube channel, take a moment to click that subscribe button. Join our community of passionate listeners and be part of the journey. Personally, I appreciate your support, and together, we can make this podcast even better. So don't wait any longer. Hit that subscribe button now and stay connected with us. Thank you for being part of our podcast family.